What's up, guys? My name is Barn Saunders, and you're listening to the Sunday Recovery Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. And on this podcast, we will be talking about recovery in the broadest, most general sense possible. Recovery is so much more than just getting over something. Whether that be drugs, loss, physical injury, or mental health, the principles of recovery can be applied to all areas of life. And in this podcast, we're going to be focusing on everything and anything that can cause struggles in life or cause great success in life, and how to navigate through the good and the bad times, as well as getting on the path of recovery from any and all setbacks or choices that may have led you down the wrong path. Another thing I want to emphasize is recovery is a constant progression forward. And what that means is recovery doesn't ever end. You can recover from something and then always fall right back to where you were. That's why in recovery, and especially here on the Sunday Recovery Podcast, you won't hear us talk about how to recover and be finished. Recovery is always pushing forward and striving for betterment, even when the original reason for starting recovery is no longer a factor in your daily life. So guys, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to to this week's episode of the Sunday Recovery Podcast. And joining me this week, I have a good friend of mine. His name is Jimmy Adams. Jimmy, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy Adams. And uh, thanks so much, Barnes, for having me on. Yeah, man, of course. Thanks so much for joining, man. I really appreciate getting you on. And so, guys, the episode for this week's, uh, you know, the topic of this week's episode is going to be decision making. So we're going to talk about all sorts of different decisions, going to go over what a decision is, you know, the official definition, then our types of definitions, you know, different types of decisions, getting into choices, you know, how deciding not to do something is actually a decision, a decision. You know, not acting is a decision. You're deciding not to do something. Um, We'll talk about procrastinating, which is a serious, serious problem for me. It's something I definitely struggle with, you know, and getting into some other stuff as well. So, uh, Jimmy, I just want to kick things off, man. I got the official definition of what a decision is. And it says here a conclusion or resolution reached after consideration. Um, So I find that to be spot on. Um, consideration is definitely a big part that goes into, de- uh, to decisions, but at the same time, I've definitely made decisions before that I did not consider all the possible outcomes. Um, is there anything you want to add to that definition? You got any ideas of your own definition of what a decision is? No, nah, man. I mean, I definitely agree with this, uh, for me, like for so much of my life, the last part of the definition, you know, it's a resolution or conclusion reached after consideration. You know, I find myself a lot of times I would make decisions without consideration. And just this topic as a whole about decision making, you know, how important it is in my daily life. You take a step and look, constantly making decisions every day in my daily life, whether that's what I'm going to have for breakfast or am I going to quit my job and move? You know, so small decisions, big decisions, but it's something that, you know, we we work with every single day. So it's very important. Yeah, man, absolutely. The importance is huge. Um, one of one of my favorite quotes um, that was told to me early on in recovery is that 
our lives and our, you know, everything about our lives is a direct result of the decisions that we have made. Um, and that can go for everything. And every time I, you know, think about this quote and think about, you know, how my life is today and, you know, certain situations that come up or, you know, if I've been avoiding something and then it bites me in the ass, it's, it's really easy for me to kind of blame outside factors. And, you know, to play the victim role when, you know, what I really need to be doing is looking at my decisions and why I'm in the situation I'm in. You know, my life is the way it is today for a reason. And that reason is the decisions I've made. Um, Not always good decisions. And a lot of times bad decisions can then lead to big periods of learning and growth. Um, So for me, it's definitely important to be aware of the bad and the good decisions um, and just, you know, try and get out of that victim role and allow myself to accept that, you know, the way my life is, is because of my decisions. And if I don't change my decisions, things aren't going to change. Yeah, absolutely. And I've just, uh, you know, something recently I've been thinking about too, is that when I look at decisions that I've made in my life recent or in the past, um, you know, I, a lot of times I'll find myself like, oh, was that a good decision or was that a bad decision? And sometimes it's just a decision that I made that shaped my life today, good, bad, or indifferent. I can look at, for example, you know, I changed jobs and moved to another state. I can look at that as a bad decision because of X, Y, and Z, or I can look at it as a good decision as X, Y, and Z, or I can take it for what it is and just, it was a decision that I made in my life. Um, and what can I learn from it? Exactly. So, Yeah, that's a huge point, dude. Um, I really like what you said about sometimes, you know, a decision doesn't always have to be good or bad. You know, the good and bad can come after and the good and bad is always relative. Um, And that's actually something I was just about to bring up is, you know, what really defines something, you know, being good or bad or, you know, deciding like, how do you really decide what is the wrong decision or what is the right decision? Um, And for me, that also factors into like outcomes, like, you know, how, how do I determine if the outcomes of a decision are the wrong, you know, if it makes things go the wrong way or the right way? Because um, a lot of times I'll decide to do something and the outcome is, in fact, really out of my hands. You know, I definitely play my part, but in the end, the outcome, you know, is a lot of times it can take in outside factors, you know, other people's decisions as well. Um, and for me, I kind of get stuck in this thing of like, I don't know. A lot of times I end up not, you know, I end up deciding not to take action because that is still a decision. And I definitely got to remind myself of that. But um, a lot of times I end up deciding not to take action out of fear of the outcome or out of fear of making a quote unquote bad decision. Um, so I just I just really like what you said, how, you know, sometimes decisions aren't good or bad. They're just a decision. And um you know, we have to, we have to make decisions in order to get to good or bad points in our lives. Absolutely. So for me, I know that a lot of times when I end up in a sticky situation or I feel like things aren't going my way and I try to trace it, you know, trace it back to, okay, what decision led me to this or what decision led me to, feeling some type of way when, you know, outside factors change the outcome that I wanted. And for me, lately, really, I've I've been beginning to notice more and more 
how anytime I get to that point when I'm questioning a decision or trying to trace things back to a specific thing that I did, you know, oftentimes I can find that if things aren't going the way I expected or if things aren't aligned with my goals or my values, you know, it really comes down to decisions I made while acting out of self-centeredness. And for me, that's a big one. And it's, it's super hard for me to, in the moment, especially realize if I'm even acting self-centered or not. Um, so I guess, I guess I just wanted to ask like your thoughts on that or like your advice for, you know, trying to determine when or, or how self-centeredness is playing a role. Yeah. You know, for me, like the self-centeredness part is always there because I am me and, you know, a lot of, especially like in my recovery journey, like I've been learning that a lot of the things that I do are because I want to do them. And it's all based around like self-centeredness. So some things that I've learned along the way to try to combat that because making a decision for yourself is not always a bad thing. Um, but if I get, if I get wrapped up in um, like, Oh, I want to, I want to go and do this thing because I want to do it. And I end up spending money that I shouldn't spending my time in a way that I shouldn't be spending my time just doing things that I want to do. Then they, I would say that those are bad decisions based on the results, but something I've been doing, I've like gained some tools in this process of, things as far as like a pros and cons list because of you know recently there was like talks at my job and basically somebody hurt my feelings and I was like you know screw this I want to look start looking at getting a different job because that's the self-centered part of me you know all about me I want to do what I want to do so the old me, you know, or like earlier in my process, I might have gone farther than I actually did. But I sat down on my phone, took a couple minutes, did a little pros and cons list about if I took this job compared to the job I have now. And it was clear as day. It didn't make sense. It would not have been a good decision to up and change jobs because my feelings got hurt, you know, or or something like that. Right. Um, right. So that was like a situation where like the self-centeredness. I think it's always there and doing things that get me outside of myself, making a pros and cons list, calling somebody that I trust to run the decision by them, sitting on a decision, praying about it, meditating, like not jumping to conclusions and jumping to make a decision. These are all things that help separate me from my self-centeredness to, to get a clearer picture of the situation. Yeah, dude, that's definitely huge, bro. Um, dude, the thing that instantly, of course, jumped right out at me was, you know, taking a step back, taking some time to meditate, pray, um, and run it by another person. Um, dude, for me, that's like one of the most important things that has been taught to me um, through like this recovery process is like, dude, like not everything has to be a spur of the moment decision. Um, that's how I lived my life for many, many years. And it get, you know, you know where it got me. You know, it got me into the start of my recovery journey. You know, it got me to a point where I just could no longer stand my life. I couldn't stand how I was, how I was to other people, you know, how I was to myself, especially. Um, and the majority of that was just like you said, like that self-centeredness is always there. And for me, it was always like I instantly acted on self-centeredness. Um, but today, man, it's huge to be able to take a step back. And for me, even if it's like something simple, like just count to 10. Like, you know, for me, a lot of times I face like decisions on like, 
you know, I'm frustrated at a person or a situation and I want to fix it or address it or put my two cents in right away. You know, I'm like, all right, so this is pissing me off. You know, here's how I feel about it. Let me tell someone. And most times it's like, let me tell the person that's directly involved. And, you know, I'm sitting there like about to write the email or I'm about to write the text message or I'm about to go ahead and call this person. And, you know, for me, it really helps to just even if it's simple, like, all right, let's take a step back. Let me count to 10 and just take a couple deep breaths. And even in a short amount of time, like even in just like 30 seconds of like, like deep breath in, deep breath out, like, you know, not even trying to think about it, but just trying to calm myself and calm my emotions, you know, instantly that almost always makes me think clearer and start considering back to the consideration point of the definition. You know, it's like I start considering the decision more. Um, For me, I definitely, dude, I think that, you know, if you make a decision impulsively, I think that for me, sometimes I don't even like really classify that as a decision, even though I know it is, you know, after the fact, I think about that as more of a reaction. Um, And a big thing for me is being able to understand now, you know, I finally feel like I've gained some sort of understanding of the difference between responding and reacting. Um, And for me, man, a response is like, you know, a response is time. Times comes first. You know, a response isn't immediate. Um, A reaction is immediate. You know, a reaction is, for instance, like, you know, like you put your hand on a hot stove, like instantly, you know, you pull your hand off, like that's a reaction. And if someone pisses you off and you cuss them out or you send them a long, angry text message right away, then that's a reaction, bro. So, you know, for me, responding to people or responding to situations, you know, that takes a little time, you know, it takes a little patience. Um, and man, patience can go a long way. And, and for me, man, I'm talking about patience with myself. And I'm talking about patience with my own emotions. Um, you know, emotions, emotions come up and, you know, you can't really help that you're going to feel a certain way. Um, and, you know, what I can help is whether or not I react based on an emotion. You know, if I accept the emotion for what it is, let the emotion subside a little. And depending on the situation, man, it definitely takes various amounts of time. You know, like if something super drastic happens and I'm like devastated, um, you know, I'm not going to instantly get over those emotions. Um, And that's when it comes into, you know, run it by people, like take the time and effort to make sure that I'm responding instead of just reacting. Yeah, so I was listening to your some of your earlier podcasts too, like the relationship episode where you and Josh were talking about like the importance of relationships and healthy relationships. And that's definitely the same thing uh, that kind of plays into this because if I have like a work decision, then for me, I have people in my life that I have built healthy relationships with in my career path that if I have a career decision, I'm going to call them to talk about it and talk about the different options. If I have something in recovery related, I have healthy relationships with people in recovery who I will call to talk to about those types of things. Same thing with family, you know, all these different aspects of life. But if I don't have any healthy relationships, I have nobody to help me consider the outcome of a decision. So, yeah, dude, that's, that's a huge point, bro. I'm glad you brought that up too. Um, Dude, relationships definitely do play a big factor in the decisions. Um, You know, especially for me, I oftentimes, you know, I definitely didn't do it in the past, but, you know, now with a little more experience and having gained some knowledge, I, you know, today I consider how my decisions will affect my relationships. 
and vice versa. You know, when I'm in a relationship and situations arise, I try to think about, okay, like, you know, what am I doing that is being directly affected by this relationship? You know, how's this relationship causing me to make decisions differently or, you know, not this, you know, not make decisions? You know, is it hindering my ability to take action or is it causing me to take action when I shouldn't? Um, so I definitely think they go hand in hand. Um, and it, it takes a little while um, to be able to get to a point where the sole focus of my decisions today is no longer just myself. Like, yeah, putting myself and, you know, my health and my recovery first, it's, it's super important. But, you know, what is, you know, it's almost like sometimes I get in the thought space of thinking like, you know, how much can I put myself before, you know, my relationships before it turns into the fact where it's like, okay, you know, that relationship is now bringing me down because I have been acting in self-centered ways. Um, for me, there's a big difference in, in between, you know, the whole concept of, you know, you got to put yourself first, you got to look out for yourself. Um, for me, looking out for myself is keeping in mind my relationships. You know, I look out for myself when I think about how my actions will affect my family. You know, my family does so much to help me. They're super good, you know, um, source of support um, and confidence and love and all sorts of stuff. So by keeping my family in mind, I am looking out for myself. Um, you know, it's definitely it's definitely a thin line to walk, though. Sometimes I feel like I'm acting selfish. And then there's other times where I feel like I'm doing all sorts of stuff for other people and I'm ignoring myself. Um, so I think I think trying to find that balance is also a big factor in my decisions today, dude. So, yeah, man, as uh, as far as a big, you know, a big decision that I have to make a lot of times is, you know, the whole thing, you know, we briefly touched on it, but, you know, deciding not to do something, you know, choosing to act or not to act is a decision. And, you know, a lot of times I get caught up in the feeling of, oh, well, I didn't do something, you know, I didn't make a decision, but uh, I actually, I did, you know, by not doing something I chose and I decided not to act or not to respond, not to reach out, you know, whatever it may be. Just uh, for me, dude, recently, an example. Um, well, actually, I'll go back to um, something we were just talking about earlier. You know, earlier today is the whole thing about cigarettes, man. Um, earlier today, I was battling the decision of buying a pack of cigarettes. And I was thinking, I was like, man, you know, it's been so long since I got a pack of cigarettes. But the gas station I was at, dude, didn't have any nicotine gum, didn't have the lozenges, nothing I was using. And I was like, well, I know the gas station close to my office has all that stuff. And there's a CVS right across the street. Um, but, you know, in that moment, I was like, damn, like, do I get the cigarettes? You know, like, and I was just like, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make a decision on this right now. And I got back in my car, and I continued on my, you know, morning commute. And uh, just just in what I just said, dude, like, you know, I had the mindset of, oh, I'm not gonna make a decision on this right now. But that actually was, you know, that was the decision to not buy the cigarettes right then and there. Um, and, that also goes into, you know, procrastinating is essentially a decision too. You know, I get caught up in that all the time. Like, oh, I'm not going to decide on this right now. Um, but when I do that, I'm deciding not to address it and not to make a plan or, you know, not to actively think about what I'm going to do about the situation. Um, 
but yeah, and that goes for a lot of stuff, like not just cigarettes. Um, I struggle, I struggle with deciding not to do stuff, man. Like I have friends that, you know, might be struggling. Um, I have friends, you know, that, you know, I've been struggling in their recovery journey and I, I have a hard time saying no, you know, like I just want to help them out a lot. And I have a hard time deciding not to, you know, enable people or continuously, you know, bombard them with text messages and calls, like just trying to check in and, you know, ask them a ton of questions like, yo, are you doing this? Are you doing this? Like, how can I help you with this? You know, like, they don't want to hear that shit. You know, when they're ready for it, they'll do it. And, uh, and it's also like, who am I to like, kind of like, you know, I want, you know, my friends in recovery, I want them to you know, if they slip up, you know, if they use the substance, um, I'm just going to use that as an, an example, because that's something I'm currently dealing with. Um, I have a really close friend that, you know, slipped up, used the substance again. Um, and just, you know, I haven't heard from them or talked to them in a little while. And it bothers me, man. And it gets to me and I struggle with deciding not to, you know, reach out to them um, and like try to like, you know, give them stuff, like ask them what I can do. Um, you know, and in the past, like stuff like that's definitely led me to be taken advantage of. And, you know, maybe taking advantage of isn't the right word. Um, but I've like, I've like given too much before in the past that it's become a negative thing. Um, so I feel like I struggle with, you know, deciding not to do something. You know, if you look to it's talking about like learning from those decisions that you did make back then, you know, you made a decision to help out and now it's changed the way that you make decisions. Now you've learned from those decisions, you know, and to the point of deciding to not do something, that's definitely a big thing for me, especially lately, like, like you as well, you know, like I, like you, I have friends also that are like, recovering from something and I see them struggling or um, like I'll see them lying to somebody or like doing something and yeah bro I can't tell you how many times I want to do the same thing you do or talked about doing like reaching out to them and like are you doing this like I've done that before you know and I've made that decision to reach out ask a bunch of questions try to help try to help and basically like almost exert my will on them and it brought me a lot of pain and frustration. And, um, you know, I look back and like, I don't know if I would say it was a good decision or a bad decision. I would just say it's a decision that I then like learned from. I didn't get the outcome that I wanted. So in that sense, I could say it was a bad decision because it didn't, you know, like my intentions going into it was to get them to change their ways and that didn't happen so I could look at it and say it's a bad decision like that but I could look back and say it's a good decision in the sense that, like I tried to help and it didn't work out and now I can learn about you know boundaries and stuff like that too and the last thing for me man on this one is like deciding not to do something so taking that step back talking to somebody else and really like am I going to put my hands in a situation that I, I have to look at, should I put my hands in this situation or should I not? And a lot of times, because uh, not all the time, but a lot of times the decision comes to don't put your hands in it. Like you're not God. You're not going to control things. You need to let things play out the way that they're supposed to play out and be there for those people um, when or if they want to come and ask for your advice or your help or anything like that. So it's been really hard because I see people making 
some poor choices or bad decisions or things that, you know, are going to bring them harm or pain. And I don't want to see that for anybody. Um, but at the end of the day, I can't control them, you know? So I make a decision to not put my hands in it. And it is what it is at that point. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The whole thing about, you know, I don't know, for me, that just made me think about, you know, all the times I tried to control other people to get a desired outcome. Um, and for me, a lot of my actions and, you know, relationships, especially relationships that aren't going, you know, in the way that I desire a relationship to go, you know, whether that be a friendship, you know, a work relationship, a relationship with a significant other, you know, I can like catch myself today, like, okay, like, I think I'm trying to control this person a little too much. Or I think I'm trying to control the outcome of this, you know, situation a little bit too much. Um, and it, dude, it definitely helps me to be aware of that and be able to say like, all right, maybe I need to take a step back and, you know, just for today, I'll decide not to try and control this person. Um, and, you know, a lot of times it really, like for me, it's really allowed me to allevi alleviate like stress and anxiety, like just by deciding not to try and control something. Yeah. And, you know, like we talked about, you know, wanting to, um, like help people or like to exert our will for a desired outcome, you know, and at the end of the day, that comes back to self-centeredness, you know, we want things to be, you know, we want things to be the way that we think that they should be. Right. And, um, you know, so my basing this decision off of tenderness is, is a big question. It definitely is, dude. It definitely is. And another thing, you know, kind of going right off of that dude is, I have definitely seen a lot of times in my life where deciding not to do something has been a really positive thing. Um, but for me, man, you know, going back to the procrastination tip, you know, for me, when I decide not to do something, a lot of times I can never accept it as like final. So it's like, oh, I'll decide not to do something right now. But that, you know, that decision is still in the back of my mind and it's working and it's like, you know, maybe you do need to do this. Maybe you do need to do this. And um, for a lot of times, like that leads me to procrastination. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything right now. But then I get caught in that cycle of like justifying myself. You know, I justify myself in not taking action by, you know, saying like, yeah, let me take another step back and then another step back and then another step back. Um, but for me, man, I've kind of learned you know, and it took me a long time to get like this. And, you know, the way I was, you know, a couple of years ago, I definitely never thought like this, but I've learned to be able to realize when I'm pushing something off just by the feelings. So like for me, the feelings always get worse um, anytime I, you know, procrastinate. And for me now I'm able to realize like, okay, like, you know, I'm thinking about this decision I have to make, or, you know, maybe it's a decision I don't have to make. Maybe it's, I need to decide not to act or not to continue an action. Um, but I'm not going to deal with it right now. I'm not going to decide right now. I'm going to, you know, think about it a little more and, uh, I justify that. But then the next time I think about it, you know, I feel a little bit, you know, I feel a little bit more passionate about it or worried about it or whatever I was feeling at first, you know, it kind of increases a little bit. And then I realized, you know, that as these feelings are increasing and increasing and increasing, when I get to the point where it's like significantly much more of a, of a thing that's weighing on my conscience or my spirit or whatever, 
when I compare that to how I felt when the situation first arose or when I first thought about the decision, you know, I get to that point and I'm like, okay, like now it's to the point where I'm procrastinating. You know, I'm no longer doing things in a healthy way. You know, something needs to be done or I need to let go. But I always get to that point. Um, and before I would just ignore those feelings. Like I would just say, oh, it worried me at first. So of course it's going to worry me now. But um, bro, if something worries you and then, you know, like a couple of months later, it's still worrying you. Clearly you need to address that. Um, and I just, I don't know, man. I just never, I never used to think like that. I used to think like, okay, like stuff's going to worry me. I had that it is what it is type of mentality. Um, and that could carry on for like years, dude. Like it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. When, and it still is today. It still is. I still struggle with procrastinating. Yeah. I, so like when I, when I first got into recovery, started my recovery journey and like there was many wise people who would tell me, you know, um, two things, you know, one was what we talked about earlier. Like if I said I was going to do X, Y, and Z, like I'm going to start this new job or I'm going to do this. They'd be like, Oh, who, who told you that was a good idea? You know, who told you? Because my decision-making and my thinking got me into some crappy places, you know? So who told you that was a good idea? It was always one question. And the other thing they used to always tell me was like, if I would call somebody and be like, yo, I don't really know what to do in this situation. And they, you know, you would hear the saying like, sit on your hands, like sit on it. Like don't do anything right now. Make that decision now to not do anything. But to your point, it does reach a point of procrastination, you know, of like, if I, if I sit on a decision long enough, right. To where like, I don't really know what to do. I haven't done, like we talked about earlier, I haven't considered you know, all these factors into this decision. So if I don't take the time to sit there and consider it, then it could be like a reaction or it's not smart decision making. Uh, now, if I sit on that and I do the consideration, whether I like, you know, remove myself from the situation, pray, meditate, make a pros and cons list, call people, like talk about it, give it some time. If I do all of that and I've, and I've reached in my mind, you know, a decision, this is what I should do. And then I still don't do it, whether that's because I don't do it because I'm selfish and I just don't want to. Maybe it's going to bring a little bit of pain to me or something I care about. Maybe it's going to, um, you know, especially if it's like a hard decision, you know, if it's like ending a relationship with somebody you've had a relationship for a long time, romantic friendship or otherwise, you know, if it's, um, you know, reaching the point where like I've worked a job for so long and I reach a point where I've, I've done all the consideration parts of making this decision. I know what I need to do and I still don't do it. And like, that's procrastination at that point. You know what I mean? So I think that people like I try to ex express to people that not making a decision right away or even putting it off for a little while is not necessarily procrastination. Procrastination, I think, reaches the point where we've done the consideration and to the best of our ability, we can make the best decision now with the information that we have and the tools that we have. And if we don't make that decision then or act upon that, then we start reaching into procrastination. Yeah, dude. That's, that's a really good way to put it. Um, you know, once, once that consideration is in place and if you're still holding back or still, you know, not deciding, um, that definitely is procrastination. Um, 
Dude, for me, it's funny though, right? Because as soon as I hear the word procrastination, for whatever reason, my mind instantly jumps back to when I was in school. <laughs> and like when I had like assignments and like shit coming up with like due dates, you know, like I got this paper, you know, I got an eight page research paper due in two weeks, right? Oh, that's plenty of time, bro. Plenty of time. Next thing you know, it's the night before the paper is due and I'm having to write the whole paper. Um, and like instantly, I don't know, that's for some reason, that's just what I think of when I think of procrastination. Um, and for me, a thing about it is, you know, having a due date for certain things, um, you know, that allows me to, you know, clearly see when I'm procrastinating. Um, and it's a little bit harder for me to realize when I'm procrastinating on stuff in my life that, you know, maybe it doesn't have a pressing timeline. I was just procrastinating last week, bro. I have three, like three reports I need to do for work. Right. And, um, see, and like the timelines on these reports are put on by myself. They're not like by my boss or anything like that. Right. right? So I try to do my, my reports weekly instead of doing them monthly. Cause at the end of the month, I would spend hours and hours doing, you know, all this painstaking work of like uploading photos and adding my notes and doing all this type of stuff. So now here I am last week, I should have did this report for this one facility that I go to and I didn't do it. I just procrastinated and put it off because I didn't feel like it, <laughs> even though I knew that it would make my life easier. It would remove stress from my life, but the self-centeredness still crept in and um, I just didn't want to do it. So I can come with a million excuses, but at the end of the day, that's what it was. So now, you know, tonight or tomorrow, like some point this weekend, I've already told the missus, I'm going to have to spend a couple hours and get these reports done. And, you know, like, as I, as we sit here and talk about decision-making and considerations and all this type of stuff, like that's time that I'm going to have to give up from somewhere else, whether that is time sleeping, time with the family, time, even just little R&R for myself, you know, that I'm now going to have to put into work because I procrastinated and wanted to do a little R&R rather than doing my reports. So I just didn't want to get on here and make it think that, you know, I mean, oh, we make the best decisions ever. Like, no, bro, I still <laughs> procrastinate to this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, me too, dude. Yeah. And bro, I really like what you said about, you know, just not wanting to do something in the moment. Um, and especially when it's like something that isn't like super pressing, like if I don't have to, you know, if I don't have any, if I'm not going to face any consequences from not getting something done today, bro, it's so easy for me to say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it this weekend, you know, but then the weekend comes and I don't want to do it then, you know, or tomorrow comes and I don't want to do it tomorrow, bro. I, I've gotten to the point, you know, where, and um, there's an amazing book. It's written by Action Bronson. I don't know if you know Action Bronson. No. But he's a rapper. He's like a he's a famous chef turned rapper. Oh, wow. Um, he's a hilarious dude, right? So, but the point is, like, this dude Action Bronson, he used to be like almost 400 pounds, and now he weighs 250 pounds. Wow. And he's he's swole, dude. Like he's buff. Like, and he posts his workout videos online, his whole routine and everything. But like bro, a whole, his whole image was like, yo, he's this huge fat white rapper. That's like funny. Like that was his thing. Like the funny fat guy type of thing. Um, and the title of his book is fuck it. I'll do it tomorrow. That's the title of his book. And it's basically all about how 
for years and years and years, he was like, dude, fuck it. I'll go to the gym tomorrow. Or like, fuck it. I'll eat healthy tomorrow. Um, and it's like, dude, I, I say that almost on a daily basis. You know, that 530 a.m. alarm hits and I'm like, dude, forget this. I'll go to the gym after work today. But then at the end of the workday, bro, four o'clock comes around. I'm tired because I've been grinding all day. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to go to the gym now. I don't want to go to the gym now. I want to relax, bro. I just got off work. What do I look like getting <laughs> off work, working on full day and then going to work more right. in the gym? And it's like, dude, it's, it's, I don't know. So I got to the point where today in my life, if I don't want to do something and I'm telling myself, I'm like in my, in my thoughts, I'm like carving out time when I'll do that thing. You know, I instantly try to think, okay, wait a second. You know, am I going to want to do it then? If I don't want to do it right now, what am I going to do right now instead of doing the thing that I don't want to do? And will I also want to do that exact same thing later? when the thing I don't want to do, it's now the time that I told myself I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And almost 100% of the time, the answer is yes. When that time comes, I'm still not going to want to do that thing. Right. So just just by saying that, dude, it's it's allowed me to, you know, get to a point where it's like, oh, man, forget it. I'll do it tomorrow. Well, am I going to want to do it tomorrow? No. So I'm gonna do it right now. You know, I'm just going to do it, bro. That video of Shia LaBeouf, like, flexing, like, just <laughs> do, it. do it. Just do it. Um, it's like, it's, man, like, so many so many things um, that I don't want to do, you know, I'm going to end up having to do eventually if I want the life that I want to live. You know, if I want to achieve my goals, I'm going to have to do a lot of stuff I don't want to do because it's not going to be relaxing 24-7 for me to achieve all my goals. You know, I'm not just going to get to sit and chill and sleep in every single day if I want to get fit, if I want to lose weight, if I want to be healthy, if I want to be um, what my version of success is, you know, like all of those things are going to take me doing stuff that I don't want to do in the moment. Um, and that's that actually brings me right to my next point is, bro, every time I go to the gym afterwards, I'm always like, dude, I feel so good. And anytime I get a big work assignment done, or anytime, you know, I get a little props for going above and beyond in the office, you know, I'm like, dude, I feel so good for doing that. You know, um, bro, a perfect example of it. I can't believe I totally forgot about this, but so I got off today at four o'clock, right? Like that's when, you know, I get, I work eight to four and today, bro, I kid you not, it was like two 30. So I had like an hour and a half left of work. I already got a bunch of stuff done, was productive and this RFI comes across my desk, which is a request for information. You know, it's got a little outline, all this stuff. And it's due. Guess when it's due, bro? Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. And I'm like, I'm like wincing, like looking at this thing, like trying to decide, like, is it really worth it or not? So it's like, it's not like a required thing. Like our company, like, won't, you know, get paid for it or anything like that. It's basically like to... Um, like in a nutshell, it's like to outline a future contract and to like help our customer, like, you know, really decide like what we can provide. Um, Cause clearly there's going to be a contract coming soon. And it was the case where I was sitting there like, ah, oh, dude, I do not want to do this right now. I just want to, you know, like get to a good stopping point of what I'm working on and then take a little break and just do some chill training. You know, some of my online courses for a work certification I'm working on. You know, I just want to do that for the, you know, for the hour, hour and a half that I have left. 
I don't want to sit here and write five pages, you know, in an hour and a half. And so what I was thinking was like, right, well, you know, I could do a little bit of it tonight and then come into the office extra early tomorrow morning and bust it out before 10 a.m. Like, dude, who am I kidding, bro? If I think that I'm going to get up extra early, show up to the office extra early tomorrow morning and sit there saying to myself, oh, thank God I chose to do this. Like super, like, I'm, thank God I chose to come in hour and a half early to work so I could do an hour and a half of work that I didn't want to do yesterday. Uh, but man, I busted that thing out, got it to a point where, you know, my coworker and I, all we have left to do is some formatting. So tomorrow morning, instead of, instead of having to show up early and, and finish it before 10 a.m., we'll just show up at the regular time, format it, and then move on. So the last two things that you were just talking about, do you realize what you were doing? Mm-mm. Consideration. Considering. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like the definition yep. says. And like for so exactly. long, I live my life. I live my life without that last part of the definition, no consideration for anything. Right. I just doing whatever. (laughs) And like, (laughs) it's, it makes things so puts much things much more into perspective when we consider the way that our decision-making will affect ourselves and others, you know? So, yeah. And look how it worked out for you. Yeah. Now you can sleep in a little bit, you know? (laughs) Yep, exactly. Well, I'm going to try and hit the gym in the morning, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. I've I've been hitting the gym after work a lot lately. Um, I don't know. I was doing good for a little while, uh, getting up early and going before work. Personally, I feel better when I go before work. But um, it's also the case where it's like the showers, like, don't quite get cold enough. So it's like a lukewarm shower. So I'm, like, still sweating in the office because I, like, just finished the workout. So then, like, the first, you know, like, the start of my workday is, like, just sitting there sweating and, like, my button up. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, why did I do this? Like, why didn't I wait after? Um, But it's always, you know, it's always vice versa, you know. But, yeah, dude, so – that's funny. So moving right along, and next thing, you know, next topic I kind of want to cover is, you know, a big piece about decisions is regretting decisions um, and struggling with, you know, acceptance, you know, struggling with moving forward, forgiving myself, especially is something I struggle with. Um, and the whole thing about regretting decisions, it really ties into what you said earlier about uh, being able to learn, you know, being able to learn from stuff and view past decisions as a learning experience rather than just simply a bad decision. Um, Cause like, it's, it's easy for me to say stuff like, Oh yeah, that was a terrible decision. I shouldn't have done that. And then I move on. Cause I don't want to address it. You know, I don't want those feelings of guilt, shame and regret to come up, but by doing that, you know, by ignoring it and not, you know, kind of accepting it for what it is and really understanding the feelings um, I struggle to learn from stuff that way. Um, and that's something that I've been much more aware of, um, throughout this process. And like the deeper I get into recovery, I feel like I'm, I have a greater ability to accept past decisions and learn from them. Yeah, absolutely. And like you talked about, you know, not wanting to look at if we've made bad decisions or things that we regret in our past. And like, if I don't want to, if I don't want to dive into or look at those decisions, why I made those decisions, like what was the motive behind it? I don't want to feel those feelings. I don't want to do that. That comes right back to the self-centeredness. You know, I don't want to do that because I don't want to feel bad. Um, And 
there's definitely decisions in my life that I can look back on and say like, nope, that was a bad decision. You know, like for me, um, you know, most of my recovery journey is like with substance abuse. And um, like, I go back and I look at like, oh, I stole $20 from a friend of mine to, you know, buy a substance, to buy drugs. Like, I look at that as a bad decision. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's not really a good way to spin that one, bud. And <laughs> I just, so there's definitely decisions in my past that I look at that are bad decisions. And I regret some decisions. I guess I would say I regret decisions because looking back now, they did not align with um, like my morals, my values, things I believe to be right and to be true. Like they went against that. And I, I treated myself and somebody else poorly. Like I treated them bad. It was a bad mm. decision. Now, I, I talk to people about like my, why I make these decisions. What was the motive behind it? Do I still feel that way? Do I still act in these ways in today's life? Like, am I growing from it? And am I learning from it? And I was just having this conversation with my wife earlier today about, I forget what the decision was about, but she was talking about something. And I said, you know, do I, I said, I don't, I don't look back at these decisions and, and just dread on like, oh man, you know, I could have, I could have done this. I should have done this. Like for me, like I gave up a, a scholarship due to my substance abuse and like all these types of things. And it's like, oh man, you know, that was a bad decision. I regret that and just live there. Or I can look at it and say, you know, that's shaped my life as who I am today. And now that's kind of like, I don't know, like I think about people out there in the, in the world and like, I can look and say like, well, that's easier for me to say today because here I sit, I I've, I've been, you know, several years removed from active addiction. I have worked on my recovery. Um, like I, I live a very good life today in my eyes. Like I've achieved a lot of my goals and things that I want. So I can look back and say, well, those decisions made me who I am today. So I'm okay with them. But like when I first got clean or like I first started this recovery journey, like that was a lot harder to do, to look back and say, oh yeah, that shaped me and made me who I am today. I showed up to a halfway house with a trash bag full of clothes and I was just sleeping behind a dumpster the week before. You know what I mean? And uh, I say all that to say in the beginning, regretting decisions was something very big. And it took me a lot of time reflecting on it, um, trusting some people in recovery to talk about these things with and to go over these things with. And at the end of the day, it took time. It wasn't just instant, going to get over this and, oh, yep, it's all good, you know. I was out here robbing and stealing and lying and cheating and doing all these crazy things. It just made me who I am today. Like, the pain is real. Like, I'm a little bit further removed from it, and I've been able to process it now, so it doesn't affect me like it used to. But that stuff is real. And there's people out there. There's people that are I am close to, um, like very, very close to, that are dealing with deep, deep pain like this right now. So, yeah, man. like – having healthy relationships with people that care about you, taking the time and um, just giving yourself a break, you know, like you made a bad decision, you regret it from it. Let's learn from it. Let's not do it again. And then we can start to heal. Yeah, man, absolutely. So, yeah, man, a big thing um, that we've already touched upon and, you know, a lot of the things you just said kind of made me think about it is, you know, as far as like a big reason why I do regret past decisions, a lot of times 
is because I have all those feelings of like, you know, those thoughts and feelings of like, just like you said, man, oh, I wish I could, had done this or I could have done this. I should have done this. And in that moment, when I made whatever the decision in question is, you know, I didn't think through all of those options and I didn't, you know, play the tape all the way through as to how that decision is really going to play out. Um, so I just wanted to talk on that, you know, playing the tape all the way through, um, which is a, it's a huge thing in recovery, dude. You know, anytime I feel like I'm, you know, I got thoughts of like slipping up or like, oh, maybe I'm not doing enough or like, you know, maybe I want to do this instead or, you know, especially those times where I get caught up in the mind of, oh, I'm good. You know, I'm good. I got this. I feel good. Like, dude, that's when I need to play the tape all the way through because, you know, my life is the way it is today. You know, I'm, I live a life that I'm so grateful to be living today. And that's because of everything I've done and all the decisions I've made. So if I don't continue constantly taking action and constantly doing the things, you know, doing the habits, reaching out, talking to people, practicing, you know, self-improvement on a daily basis, then I'm going to start heading in the wrong direction. Um, and when I think that I got it and I can like, you know, slack off a little bit, or if I think I'm quote unquote recovered and, you know, I get out of the mindset of the constant progression forward, that's when I definitely need to play that tape all the way through, you know, see where, you know, later down the road, like, you know, what do I want? Like, how do I want to be a year from now? Um, just like that for me, that, that sort of mindset helps me out a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And like, for me, the playing the tape all the way through can be, I can do that in like two different ways. Like this is basically the, the consideration part, you know, when we talk about making a decision and being like taking consideration of all things that as best we can, um, the playing the tape all the way through, man, it's like, I can do that by myself. Like I can take a step back, like we talked earlier, take some time, sit on your hands, don't do anything and play that tape all the way through. And then I find myself, even if I play that tape all the way through on my own and it still sounds like a good idea, you know, I've built relationships in my life. Like I have people in my life that where I'll call them and I'll play the tape all the way through with them. Or if I tell them about a decision I want to make, they say, well, hold up. Have you thought about this? Like, how is it going to affect that later down the road? um or things like that too so for me playing the tape all the way through is something i can do independently and i can also do with with other people for sure mm. yeah dude that's a really good point um it's it's super important and super important to get that um outside you know that outside opinion and that outside knowledge um because a lot of times man i you know a lot of times i play the tape all the way through but, uh, man, when I do that, it's biased. You know, I can, like, instantly justify stuff. Like, oh, you know, this will happen. Okay, just like you said, who told you that? Who told you that's going to happen if you do that? Oh, well, I told myself. Yeah, all right, here's what's really going to happen. You want to know what I think will happen? So, yeah, man, playing the tape all the way through with someone else, dude, it's it's huge, man. And it's it's a big part of recovery. It's a big part of being able to, you know, improve constantly, you know, build that progression. Um, and, and, you know, another thing too, we talked about like playing the tape all the way through and like the other people that I bring things to, it's like, oh, so I told myself, this is gonna, what's going to happen. And they say that, you know, this is what they think might happen. And a lot of times I surround myself or when I talk to people like this about situations or decisions that I want to make in my life, which usually we're talking about, you know, the big decisions in our lives. Right. When I talk to them about these decisions that I want to make, um, 
most of the time they say, well, this is what I have seen happen. Like, this is my experience. Yeah, and these dude. are things that they have seen and lived through because that's what I want. Because I want to know, I want to talk to some people. Like I've got a guy right now, um, who I'm trying to on with like legal custody stuff with his child and the mother of his child. Right. And he's, um, going through the ringer it's a it's a it's a crappy situation and like i really want to help him but i i find myself i have to be careful that i don't give him my opinion or what i think might happen you know in my life i i don't have any experience in this area so now i'm reaching out to other people and saying like do you know anybody that has experience in this or you know have you have you had experience with this? So I can try to link him up with somebody who's been through that, mm. um, because they've got real life real life experience with decisions that they've made. You know, they've made decisions in court or otherwise with child custody situations that I've never had to make any decisions like that in my life. I only have like my opinion, and who am I to speak on that? You right. know, so. Um, That's a huge point, dude. The experience part. The experience part is huge. Um, Dude, like you said, like when you reach out to people, you know, I try to do that, you know, not just for playing the tape through, but, you know, I want to surround myself with people that have experience, you know, going through similar situations that I did and came out on the other side in a situation that I want. You know, I try to surround myself with people that have what I want or doing what I want to be doing. Um, and like in, in like a general sense, you know what I mean? Like, you know, living the way that I want to be living, like serene like a peace of mind like you know working on themselves you know and you know that's who I want to ask for advice and that's a that's a really good point man I'm glad you brought that up because um yeah bro I can definitely I can definitely think of times in the past where I've you know tried to be good about playing the tape all the way through but I'm like asking someone that I know is just going to co-sign my bullshit <laughs> you know I, I'm asking someone that's just going to like agree with whatever I say you know, because, you know, for various reasons, various reasons, but, um, but yeah, that was, that was a big thing for me in the past was, um, dude, I used to seek out like, yes, men in the past, you know, guys that are like down for whatever, like, oh yeah, let's do that. Like, oh, you should do that. Like, you know, whatever it is, like, they're just like, oh, if you want to do it, yeah, dude, do it, do it. Um, cause like, I wanted to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to surround myself with people that would tell me otherwise, um, so I'm really glad you brought that up because that's actually a huge difference in my life today that, you know, I kind of fail to realize that sometimes, um, especially now, like, like, you know, over a year since I've done any sort of substances, um, you know, over a year clean and sober, it's like kind of easy for me to forget, you know, things like oh, I don't surround myself with people that just always agree with me anymore. You know, I get help from outside people that you know care about me enough to really say like dude now nah, you shouldn't be doing that They're like no you need to work on this more or are you really being honest right now mm -hmm. and that one's a big one um and that's that's also a big one for playing the tape through is like you know um it's like when i play the tape through like am i really being honest with myself um that's a huge one. yeah and we talk about the experience thing too and like yeah. um in recovery you know i can call on people in recovery with substance abuse and stuff like that but i even see it like my cousin been dealing with a lot of severe medical things like she's wheelchair bound right now like um a lot of mobility issues and stuff like that and they were proposing this like 
pretty extreme surgery to do. And she can, I watched her, you know, we talked about it. She considered a lot of different things, but she reached out to people and not just people in the medical community. Cause she's also like an RN. So like, not just like people she went to school with or people she knows, she reached out and talks to people that, um, who have either done this surgery or who like maybe have gotten this surgery and has talked to these people about what is your real experience with it? Like, I don't really, I don't really want to know what you think is going to happen or what, you know, what could be or what your opinion is. I want, I want to know like real life, like what happened. So it's definitely important. Yeah, man. And um, for another thing that uh, comes right into playing the tape all the way through is, you know, kind of planning ahead um, and making decisions that are aligned not only with your goals, but, you know, making decisions in a way that like falls into a plan. Um, and even like making a plan is a decision. Um, you know, I feel like my whole life, I never had a plan, man. I, you know, I told people I had a plan. I could, t- you know, I told myself I had a plan, but, uh, you know, I never really decided to do anything about it, you know, and, and all of my decisions were never in alignment with this, you know, this quote unquote plan that I would like tell people when they were like calling me out, you know what I mean? Um, but like today, man, it's, um, I don't know, it's, it really helps me on a daily basis when I'm faced with decisions or when I'm faced with stuff that I don't want to do, I'm able today to just envision, um, like where I want to be a year from now, where I want to be five years from now. And, you know, one day, like a single day, of not doing something, you know, it may not seem like the biggest impact, but over the next five years, every day that I decide to not go to the gym, that adds up. There's 365 days in the year. So over the next five years, if I decide, oh, I won't go to go to the gym, you know, five days a week this week, I'll only go three or like a really bad week. I'll only go two. you know what I mean? Like how many weeks am I going to have like that? Because that adds up that adds up significantly. Um, And it, you know, it falls into the thing of like, it's a whole quote, like, dude, like Rome wasn't built in a day. Anyone that became president of the United States then become president in a day. Like, you know, this, the things that I want today in my life, or they're not stuff that I can get tomorrow. Um, And that hasn't always been the case. (laughs) That's like a relatively, you know, it's just a relatively new thing for me. um, Because especially with my, you know, with my past, you know, experience with substance abuse, my main focus was, you know, what I wanted was something I could get, you know, within the day. Um, You know, it's, you know, but now the stuff that I want, you know, it's not stuff that I'll be able to achieve overnight anymore. And um, it's, it's like, I don't know, there's a lot of good that I've seen that comes out of that. Um, And just planning ahead allows me to make decisions easier, like do stuff that I don't want to do, like thinking ahead and like asking myself those type of questions. Like, all right, like, you know, this time next year, like, how do I want to be health wise? You know, how do I want to be physically? How do I want to be mentally? Okay, what do I need to do every day so I can improve a little bit so that by the end of this year, I can achieve some of those goals? Yeah, absolutely. You talk about like the plan. I mean, and I've seen it in my life and I've seen it in lives of those, like some of those around me that like, I see the guys who who don't have kind of living and making decisions and doing things as they see fit. And then I see other folks, you know, who have a plan. And when they're, 
considering a decision it they they take a look to see if that fits in their plan that's what i do <clears throat> you know because i have goals about things that i want to happen in my life and looking back i've considered a lot of that stuff and you know i'm blessed enough to be able to achieve a lot of the goals that i set in early recovery and i saw the benefit of having a plan considering outcomes talking to people getting uncomfortable doing things i don't want to do allowed me to achieve my goals and the plan that I put ahead. So why would I think it'd be any different now? You know, if I set goals and have a plan that I want to get to those goals, why would I not continue making decisions the same way that I've been making them by considering outcomes, talking to people, praying, meditating, you know, why would I stop doing what has worked for me thus far? You know, I, I, in early recovery, I had a plan, I made decisions by getting uncomfortable talking to people and uh, doing things I did not want to do. So it got me to achieve a lot of the goals that I had set, which I've achieved them now. So I have more goals for my future. Why would I not follow that same process to achieve those goals? I've seen it work and I've seen it work in other people's lives. And I've seen in other people's lives where they don't really have a plan and they don't really want to do any of that type of stuff or get uncomfortable and I see where it gets them and they don't achieve their goals. So, yeah, dude, that's huge. That's huge. That's definitely a big, uh, big factor, man. Um, well, yeah, dude, I think that's about covered it, man. Jimmy, I really appreciate you hopping on the podcast, man. I'm, re- I'm really thankful you were able to join me on the call tonight. Definitely appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun, man. I really appreciate it. Of course, man. Of course. And I um, just want to leave it, you know, for anyone that's listening, if uh, you're sitting on a decision right now and you've already considered the options, you've made a pros and cons list, you've played the tape all the way through, you know, if you've already done all of that, that's awesome. Proud of you and make that decision or decide not to act because that's also a decision. And if you're thinking about a decision and you haven't done any of that stuff yet, take a step back. Um, it's, you know, I'm so thankful that someone finally was able to care about me enough to tell me to take a step back. And I'm so grateful today that I have the willingness to listen and take that suggestion. So yeah, thanks again, guys, for tuning in and we'll see you next Sunday.